Hey guys, welcome to the Breakdown Podcast. My name is Mary and I'm here with Josh and Brock. How are you guys doing today? Oh my goodness, good, 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 good. Well, you know, one of the little uh, behind the scenes things is we often clap yeah. to get started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mary claps so loud today that I'm still a little startled as it we only, start the podcast today. It feels today. It's like wrong it was, it was if it's not a good, strong clap. It was, uh, like <laughs> I the, can do it. No, I'm just my kidding. My whole insides I would never are still it. shaking from that clap. So it was a good, it was a good solid clap. And then it was clap. a successful it clap. It was a successful clap. <laughs> Your insides are shaking <laughs> yes, from the clap. Yes, it rocked me to my I core. I have really strong hands. Well, hey, if it's your first time to the breakdown, we take a portion of the weekend teaching at Hope Fellowship. And we just break down the verse and hopefully explain it to you in a way where you can walk away, apply it to your life and just learn more about God's word, which really is so, so important to us. And so it's gonna be a good one. And if you weren't with us um, or heard the weekend teaching this past weekend, we continued a series called Revival. And I really loved this particular weekend because we were talking about loving people. And I really loved the focus that he had on that. And so there was a verse in there, First Peter 3, 15 through 16, he mentioned. So we're going to kind of be going, weaving in and out of there. But what, where are we going with it? So we're going to take a little step back first and look at the the letter or the book mm-hmm. of First Peter, as it's often called. And so this was a letter written by Peter, the disciple, the one who denied Christ and the famous Peter of the Bible. This is his letter. And he was writing to a group of people in Asia Minor. So that's really important to know where it was written to, not. Um, <laughs> but it would be if you're studying geography. And these people that he was writing to were persecuted Christians. They were suffering for their faith. That sounds so familiar to yeah. many other episodes. <laughs> yeah, and that was part of the early church. So part common. Of all, a lot of these writings, these people are suffering for their faith. And Peter's unique perspective as he's writing to these people is so opposite of the way we often think about how we navigate the world today. He's saying, as you're being persecuted, be very careful of the way you live your life. Mm -hmm. So it's not your response to the persecution in your words, but your response in the terms of how you're living still at the godly message in the midst of being mistreated or being misunderstood. So it's really convicting. And this idea of you do the right thing and mm-hmm. God will vindicate. God will take care of you. Mm-hmm. Your job is not to vindicate or to take advantage. Your job is to do the right thing. And so that's Peter's whole book. And then when we jump into this section of uh, chapter three, verses 15 and 16, he kind of goes into some of those details. So it's really interesting stuff. Like and so for all of us, as we're going through life, because we all have things maybe at work or home or wherever that we feel like maybe we're being mistreated or misunderstood, but Peter's writing to us as well and saying, hey, in the midst of those times you're feeling this way, here's kind of some ways that the Christian could have as a template before them to really honor Christ and honor other people. So would you say that that Peter's perspective on persecution is a little progressive? Perfect. (laughs) Wow, you just jumped right in there. Y'all are so good at that. You caught that. Yeah, Yeah. I was was perplexed uh, when you started and then I got it, uh, you know, it was paramount in my okay, mind. Okay, there I it is. Say. I was like, get another P word. Yeah. Get wow, another P word. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump in. Verse 15, Peter says, instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. So instead of maybe how you might consider reacting to this persecution, he says, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it, but do this in a gentle and respectful way, keeping your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. I love that. And I think that, you know, we kind of hit on that context a little bit, but even more in depth, this specific passage, um, 
leading up to this, you know, I think it's really important to note, like he's saying, hey, live this good life, right? Like do these good things. This is kind of how you do that. Very practical kind of references, some Old Testament, um, kind of setting them up. And I love how the verse before in 13, he's basically saying, hey, like you live this good life. Um, you know, who who would want to like, you know, do you harm, right? Or who, what what's the, like, who would want to um, come against you, right? But he says, but And he kind of insinuates a little bit in the next verses, like, but people will. So even when you live a righteous life, even when you do good things um, and live this kind of reflection of Christ in your day-to-day, people are still, that doesn't necessarily mean people are not going to persecute you, your neighbors or people you know, your family, whoever's around you. And so that kind of sets us up a little bit to understand the people he's talking to. Hey, you're still in, kind of like Brock mentioned, in the midst of doing good and living right people are still going to persecute you. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of a mind bender because we expect a type of response when we're doing something we shouldn't have done. Mm -hmm. But what do you do when you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing? Beautiful point. And still get like an unexpected bad response to that. Did you guys grow up in, in Christianity at all where it was kind of taught that if you did the right thing, then life was free of conflict. Mm. Life was free of persecution. Mm. I don't really get that as I read scripture. It seems like there's going to be some difficult seasons and we can't control that. But one of the things we can do is go back to Christ and maybe, I don't know if we can control our behavior is the right word, but we can have influence our behavior. We can't control the circumstances, right. but we control how we, we respond to yeah. the situation. Even culturally, it may be like a um, hate a law workout kind of mindset, right? Or uh, like even it's less cultural and more like kind of a different religion, but the idea of like karma and kind of getting what you deserve and stuff like that, it almost kind of is that same, hey, there's an equation here and it's going to A plus B equals C kind of deal. And yet not always. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's honestly so sad because whenever suffering does come, even if it's not this particular kind, people are, you know, they kind of think, oh, God left me or I'm doing something wrong or I'm a bad Correct. Christian. And it's so sad because— yeah that's so wrong. (laughs) Like that's so opposite. Now there could be that maybe there are things that need to change and maybe a heart issue or a sin issue. But like even in this one specifically, that's not what's happening. They're doing good. It doesn't mean that things are going to go well for them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And and so it's a call then to look at our behavior. Is it Christ empowered, Christ honoring? And so if you go back, if we talked about the context of this section here in chapter three, uh, go up to verses eight and nine. There is a listing almost of like, here's some of those behaviors that can silence those around you in the midst of persecution. Like they can't come and say, well, they're doing this. That's why they're being persecuted. It's like, if you hear the list of these things, you're like, okay, you really don't have a leg to stand on here to go against these people. And so I want to give us some highlights of verses eight and nine. So, so if you feel conviction, maybe we should get an amen. Afterwards, if you oh, feel I, if you feel a little convicted, you're talking to me and Mary. <laughs> I'm talking to you and Mary. Yeah, oh, okay. if you're in your car, yeah, maybe listening one. to this as well, just shout shout a good amen. Yeah. It won't be weird to the people. <laughs> if around we feel like all. you should be convicted, Brock, will also say. Well, amen. I, I'm I'm into all oh, of these. Yeah. So I'm already, I'm already only you actually. Oh, yeah, I'm feeling convicted about all of these. All right, so here it is. So love one another, and this is talking about people that are persecuting you. That'd be a good spot for an amen, oh, right amen. there. Yeah, <laughs> be compassionate, be humble. Oh, amen. <laughs> Here, now, now we've gone. We've now talked about this there. podcast before. We're talking. We're going to meddling yep. now. All right. That's right. Do not repay evil with evil. Mm. Repay evil with blessing instead. I love that. In this version that I'm looking at, don't repay evil with evil. Don't repay insult with insult. Yes. Amen. Don't even say anything back. Don't, yeah. yeah. Mm. Keep your tongue from evil. 
Yeah. And he even quotes, uh, Peter quotes from the Psalms here about keeping your tongue from saying evil things against people or about people. Mm. That's like, mm. just give them blessings instead of like, oh yeah, well you deserve this, but you give them blessings. Uh, you turn from evil that could be warranted, even maybe expected, and you do good, and you seek peace in all situations. Mm. So as Peter's writing this, he's saying, here's that behavior, what it looks like in the face of persecution. Remember, this is in the face of persecution. Others treating you poorly, he says, love one another, be humble, be compassionate, don't trade insult for insult, uh, keep your tongue from saying evil things about other people. And so this is not a normal response because normally when we face persecution, it's like stand up for your rights, make sure your voice is being heard, do not let them talk to you about that way. And I'm not saying there might not be occasions for that, but Peter's saying is a Christian response in the midst of this here's what the behavior should lean toward a little bit more than thinking about your own rights all the time. So a little convicting. Yeah. I expected, you know, as I was in my mind, I was expecting just a chorus, a showering of, of amens. amens. <laughs> and I, instead Didn't I got- Didn't you hear that? Mm. Well, I got- I got bupkis instead. I got I got bupkis. I, I can got, add them in post. Yeah, yeah. okay. Post production. We'll, yeah. we'll add a, a choir of amens. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. So, so, uh, so then contextually uh, too here, um, it sounds like what Peter is urging his listeners to consider is not uh, responding to circumstances or reacting, say, to circumstances, but responding from a truth that is like forever the same before those circumstances. Yes. Let's respond from. Uh, like a perspective on God, not circumstance to circumstance. So it's almost like the evil that's maybe being done to you is irrelevant. Mm. That you here's the response, no matter what comes our way. Yeah. This is the response. Not to minimize the suffering. Not to minimize. No, in no way, shape, or form. God and His yep. will. Exactly. It, it it dims in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. And then one of the things that's beautiful about verse 15 is it starts off by saying Christ is Lord. So because Christ is Lord, or see Christ is Lord. And so there's this idea. There's the backdrop. He's the ultimate authority. Yeah. We listen to him, not our circumstances, not how people are treating us, not what they're saying we should do or others say we should do. Here's what Christ is saying to us. So that's our that's our authority. Mm-hmm. He's the Lord over our responses, over our actions, over our emotions in these situations. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's read that again, uh, verse 15, and then break it down a little bit. So instead... Uh, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. What do you think about that part? Always being ready hmm. to Cause, explain it. Because like the lifestyle piece is the overarching concept here, but he's not discounting giving a response of why your faith is there. Yeah. But I love the response because oftentimes we're sharing the gospel in a way that's kind of in your face, right. kind of, hey, you're wrong. The gospel says it this way. But I love it. He uses the words with gentleness and kindness. So this humble, kind of going back to the list of virtues before. And there's a, in the Old Testament, there's this idea of uh, studying the law and knowing that. Um, so we should always be studying the law so we can give an answer. So it's not like we're neglecting studying the law. That sees a concept that's running through it. So it's not, don't neglect that. But that's, let that be measured also with how you live your life. Like it's not just your responses, but your life living that out with that response. That's kind of the union that he's looking for there. Yeah, and I think people get really hung up on this verse and maybe they've heard this verse, you know, maybe you've heard a dif- different version of it, different, <laughs> different version different. of it. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like we really, really focus and put so much attention on like, hey, be able to explain your faith, come to your defense. And it's like, 
Yeah, that's a yes, bunch. Yes, it's yeah. important. Yep. It's honestly not the biggest. It's it's a little piece of this kind of overarching idea of living that kind of life, a humble life, a life that, you know, so I think that it's interesting how we can kind of hone in on that and so focus on, oh, I got to defend myself. I got to be ready. I got to explain it. I got to, yes, yes, but that's one piece of a much bigger right. And I hadn't thought point. about really this before, but it's much, much different to be to be like living out your faith for Jesus and then told, no, 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 you don't get to do that anymore or else. And and responding out of gentleness and, and kindness, uh, and that being the thing that's in their face versus mm-hmm. this, right. no, 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 I need to be right in this. I need to be respected and kind of a, a more of a self-centered kind of approach to really a debate or an argument that's going to be the thing that's in their face. So it's, it's a little bit of a who's Lord here, right? Yeah. My rights and my wants or the way Jesus has asked me to live, which mm-hmm. is asking a, a tremendous amount. I don't know if he said this or not, but I always, when I read this verse and read ideas like this, I think of St. Francis. Mm. Uh, and there's a quote that he said, he said, in all you do, uh, be a witness for Christ. And if necessary, use words. Mm. I mean, that seems to be what this is really the heart of what this is saying yeah. is all you do, the way you're gentle, you're kind, the way you forgive, the way you don't insult and all you do be a witness for Christ. And if it comes down to it, they ask you for words, be prepared for that too. Yeah. But really the the main uh, thrust or, uh, of this argument is how you live your life yeah. and being kind toward other people. I really appreciate that. I, I've never really appreciated it. I've heard that quote many times, never have appreciated it as much as in this particular uh, discussion because it, to, <clears throat> excuse me, to me has often felt almost like an excuse not to share the gospel. Yeah. However, in this context, man, what a powerful uh way to illustrate what Peter is saying is, hey, let your life be a testimony to Christ and then when necessary, use words. Because think about words. I mean, all of us, like people can say words to us all the time, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. But it's so true. And Peter's just kind of saying that in a, in a in a way that really puts Jesus as Lord, like let your actions speak louder than your words. Words are important too, but let the actions be the main yeah. uh, driver of that argument. That's awesome. So then he he goes on, Peter goes on. You meant you already kind of referenced the first part here in verse 16. So do this in a general respectful way. Then he goes on, uh, keep your conscience clear, which is super interesting because uh, this idea of like integrity. So do this in a way where, you know, the Lord will be pleased by this, right? Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, uh, the, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. Hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, and so there's... The, I, think about like if the way you're living your life is so good it gives them no foothold to really speak against you like oh yeah mary she's such a gross person because she forgave me she said nice things to me she prayed for me she blessed me like oh yeah look how bad she has in in the world around and be like and your point is so it's almost like because of that you get to be a witness for christ and like they look bad because they really don't have anything to say negatively against your behavior which is funny because it reminds me of that proverb where it says i think it's a proverb it says and then it'll be like heaping burning coals on their head where it's like uh it's not um i think that's a, this room is 12. that's a mining reference <laughs> from west virginia i think oh, that's what that that's is what yeah is. yeah if you don't like one of your fellow miners you just dump a heaping coal Ooh, pile funny. on their head and it hurts a little yeah, bit i think I i've think, heard that one i think yeah. i'm actually referencing romans 12 where, where paul's <laughs> yes, paul's yes. actually getting into uh not to disc 
credit your the mining uh, reference. He's like, okay, you're wrong, but yeah. this I is actually so, so I'm <laughs> right here, right here. I'm being persecuted, so I want to say some negative things, but oh no, I just <laughs> did what he said not to do. Man, 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 jo- your beard looks so great today. Oh my goodness! So I went for the blessing Stop. instead of cursing. You see, that's an example Stop there. I'm going to do that. Oh my goodness. Um, my point being that uh, it's interesting to read something like this because the point is not to. Uh, shame at somebody, right? The point is, my when my focus is on the Lord, not only is like who could be against me, but um, but that it's like the Lord can almost use it in a way that really kind of you feel that, you know, like we talked talked about that being in your face earlier, and yeah. that kind of. So it's not me defending myself or defending Jesus. It's it's like it stands on its own, yep. and it's kind of putting almost their words against them, in yeah. a sense. Anyway. Yeah, because like I said at the beginning, I, I, I had this idea that I said, we resist evil by doing good, and God will vindicate. Mm. Even if not in this life, maybe in the next life, but we just do good, let God do all that kind of stuff. Let God take that coal mining West Virginia analogy and, and run from there. And so. how you complimented my beard amidst it was the best. That was funny. Well, because I was just trying to live out the gospel here, what Peter Thank said. Thank you for do. modeling yeah. this to us. Yeah, thank you. Yes, <laughs> just a servant leader. I think it's such a simple thing like it's not as simple to do but I mean just hearing it and kind of listening as we're talking about it it's just it does that quote really sums it up well but just that trusting in the Lord and like you don't have to fight fight I don't know fight back is what I'm trying to say really but there's just this live a life of integrity and um like let the Lord take care of the rest and I think that that's so simple and beautiful and easy to hear and just be like, okay, I can do that. You know, I think sometimes we complicate these verses or try and be like, what do I do? Uh, This is what it's like to be a Christian. Like, Mm -hmm. this is it. Like, this is following Jesus. I think that's just like so beautiful and simple. I don't know. Well, and that's how he kind of comes back. And at least with these couple of verses, how he comes back and sums that up. In verse 17, he says, remember, it's better to suffer for doing good. If that's what God wants, than to suffer for doing wrong. So mm-hmm. he comes yeah. back and he brings that into full the full focus of like, hey, remember Christ is the point here. God's will is what we're shooting for. So if if we're going to, one way or another, I feel like he's almost saying we're going to suffer. Yep. Either because we're sinning and op- opposing God or because we're living for him uh, and, and doing the things of God. And even in this context, he talks about Jesus being that ultimate example. Yes. He did good. Yeah. He did great. <laughs> Better than we could ever yeah. do. And he suffered. And so we can't control the suffering, but we can control trusting in Jesus, trying to yes. go for these things. And that's the part. Because uh, he's saying, suffer for that reason, not because of your poor behavior. Suffer right. for Jesus, not because right. of your poor behavior. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. You know, and I, I'm kind of perplexed by that. Huh. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I did it good there, right? That I was, transitioned us real that well. was a smooth <laughs> transition. <laughs> and then I made a point about it. Um, yeah. But no, I think, and I, we've kind of talked about this. It's kind of been insinuated as we've been talking about it. But when we hear, you know, in one of the, one of the versions, it says, be able to make a defense. Um, and that's kind of the thing we focus on, we kind of talked about that, but it's not about us defending Jesus. And I think that that's kind of what perplexes me is like, we walk out our faith and we think I have got to like prove to people and show people and justify uh, my life as a Christian. And how we do that is actions, right? How we do that is how we live. But I think we interpret that very often as 
we have to justify, we have to prove, we have to um, show them in a way, like show people, oh, I'll tell you like who my Christ is, you know? And so I think that that's what's so perplexing is that we can get this so, so backwards, <laughs> like out of order. Mm-hmm. And we just live in gentleness, kindness, humility, blessing, prayer for others. And we just do that. We trust Christ. And that really is probably going to be a pretty loud witness in this world. Because yeah. look how countercultural that is. Totally. Mm-hmm. So countercultural, like yeah. the idea of turning the other cheek or going the extra mile. Uh, Mary, can I, and Josh, can I read a verse to you or a few verses? And my goal is pure conviction here mm. that you would feel yes. poor about yourselves. That's, that's, that's my goal. Yeah, please. <laughs> is that what okay, conviction yeah. means? <laughs> well, no, but we'll, we'll go with that in this context here. Um, all right. So this is Jesus's words. You've heard of this guy uh, from Luke chapter six, starting in verse 32. And this is always so convicting to me. He says, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. All right, I'm a little convicted. Mm-hmm. He goes on. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. Then he talks about lending if you do that. And that even sinners expect to be, don't even expect to be repaid back. But here's the here's the the crux of it. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will, will be great and you will be children of the most high. And so Jesus is saying here that, it's not just about loving those who are kind to us and good to us, but those that treat us poorly. That seems to be like, if you get that down, if you're living your life, even in the midst of persecution or those treating you poorly, then you've kind of understood and really got Christianity here. Mm, yeah. And so we think about, we were talking before about different examples about maybe at work, you feel like your boss is disrespecting you or not giving you the due that you're supposed to have. And so it's easy to stand up and fight for that. And again, there's balance to all this stuff, but really maybe a more Jesus approach would say, I'm going to bless them. Mm. I'm going to live out this life and trust God for the vindication. And I just, I live the good life and trust God for all the other things. And, you know, there's nuances to that, but that's just maybe a different approach to look at Christianity. Yeah. And I I would say for anyone who's hearing that, and uh, so conviction of the spirit is a beautiful thing, but maybe feeling like guilt or shame because I maybe don't quite feel like I'm at that level of Christianity or whatever, there can be some kind of weight taken off by really pointing out again that the focus here is being reminded of what Christ has done. Christ suffered, not for his sin, for my sin. And so as I continue to be sanctified um, and remember that grace— then what that's going to do is it's going to motivate me to uh, to like stay focused on Him and live for Him. The grace that I've received from Him, I want to pass on to others. And so it's easy to it's easy to feel kind of like weighed down by this, like oh, I wish I was a better Christian or whatever. Yeah. But to be reminded of His love for us and let that stir up this kind of lifestyle, that's incredibly so my, powerful. So my idea of making people feel bad about themselves wasn't a good one. <laughs> is that what we're? You know, not your best idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <it's> okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But there's grace for you in that. Oh, good. I feel better. Thank (laughs) you. Beautiful. (laughs) Uh, I love that so much. And and I I love what Josh, you just said there that, you know, if you're listening, you're like, man, okay, I gotta, I gotta like get my stuff together so I can be an example of Christ's love. It all really rests on what Christ did. And so um, just to be encouraged and to know like he's gonna, his spirit's gonna strengthen you and lead you in that. And maybe there's someone on your mind right now. I know I've got someone on my mind. His name is Brock. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It really isn't Brock. <laughs> Mary, your hair looks great today. <laughs> he's doing it again. This Way guy. Go, buddy. Um, but maybe you got someone on your mind. You're like, I wish that, 
I could just take this verse and not apply it to this one person. <laughs> you know, maybe they're coming to mind. And, um, you know, our prayer for you is just that uh, the Lord would lead you in that and give you that strength to be an example of who he is. Um, and so I think that I know I, I truly, I do have um, situations in my life where I can think of people and I'm like, how can I bless them? You know, like, how can I do that? And so that's our encouragement to you. I hope that you enjoyed this passage. I know I really, really did. Um, and we'll be back for um, another episode yep. next week. So we'll see you there. Adios. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Breakdown. You know, it's our hope that you learn something new about God's word for the sake of knowing God and taking one step in your journey to the center of God's purpose for your life. If you're wanting to keep the discovering going, which we hope you are, you can check out past episodes at hopefellowship.net slash podcasts or by searching The Breakdown on Spotify or any other streaming platform. And don't forget, please leave us a review. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of The Breakdown. <music>